When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Catfish and Crappie Podcast. My name is Mark, and uh, welcome. Before we get started and introduce our guest, I want to make sure I give a big shout out to companies that are supporting the channel. I want to thank Multi Multi Bar Rod Racks, greatest rod racks in my opinion uh, on the face of this earth. I want to thank my buddy Jimmy Forbes over at uh, Port Barrington Marina for his support. I want to thank Uncle Lou over at Uncle Lou's Tackle. And I also want to thank our newest one, Amped Outdoors. Amped Outdoors is a lithium boat battery company. They're sending me some cool stuff to put in my boat. I'm really looking forward to that. I want to thank them. All those links are in the description. If you look to, if you're looking for any of those, uh, just go check them out. Let them know that, uh, you heard about them here and, uh, uh they'll appreciate your, uh, business and i'll appreciate the credit they get and the thanks for supporting the channel uh, also i did want to bring to your guys attention that uh amped outdoors does have a blemished section i just saw go up on their website today so if you want to save some decent amount of coin on a lithium battery because we know they're a ton of dough go check them out i believe those batteries just have little marks on them and they can't sell them so and i believe that's a norm for uh uh, the, the battery industry. So, uh, take advantage of that stuff. J Fox Hunter in the house too. There's Sampy again. So how you doing, Miss Bex Young? How you doing? Good. I'm, I, I'm making a mental note to check out Amped Outdoors because I need a new battery for my kayak. So they got uh, them. My dead on me. So they got them. You know, I, I, uh, I was looking for a lithium battery for my electronics in my boat because I'm having a little uh, uh, interference. And if you can put them on a separate circuit, their own power supply, uh, it helps. Also, you know, with all the lights that we run, being, you know, in the business of show business, yeah. right? We need a lot of lighting. So I want to make sure that boat's going to start when I'm done. Yeah, for sure. I actually have a small little like Dakota lithium one. That's like my lights and finder uh, and all of those things. And then I have my trolling motor one separate. Good deal. Yeah, they're uh, they're, they're those lithiums can they can get up there, but you know what? They 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 have five thousand. I believe five thousand recharge cycles, which yeah. will last you like eleven years if you're a normal user. Um, also they, they'll give you full power until they're done decharging and then they'll kind of die off in the pad in the, and they're lighter. They're a lot lighter, like half the weight, definitely. Yeah. Or, or, if, or if you're, if you're, uh, um, if you are pressed for space and you don't need as much power, you can always get a smaller battery with, uh, the same kind of amp hours that you're looking yep. to save weight and space. So, I mean, it's, it's a win-win. So thank you over there. Thank you, Matthew, if you're listening, um, uh, for the support, it's much appreciated. And I got mail coming from them this week. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, I'm a little jealous of that. <laughs> That's okay. Tell them I sent you. Maybe they'll give you a deal, Bex. All right. Sounds good. I will. <laughs> Don't tell anybody in chat, all right? Yeah. <laughs> so, Bex, let's start out with, like, the the the, the normal questions. I, I'd like to get yeah. a, 
I, I like to get a little bit of the angler's history when I'm talking to them. Um, we've talked a little bit offline and before the show and stuff, but uh, don't think that I'm getting senile because I'm asking stuff twice. I'm asking for the people listening on the podcast and for the people in chat. So where are you from? Yeah. So, um, well, for, first of all, thanks for having me on the show. It's like my pleasure great honor to be on the catfish and crappie Hold show. Stop. Peeking out a little bit. Um, stop, stop, <laughs> stop. Um, so my full, I'm going to give my quick Bex's tour from birth to DC. All I'm right, here. So I'm here for you. <laughs> I was born in Edinburgh, Scotland. Um, I lived there until about two and then I lived across the UK um, until I was about 13. I moved to Florida. Can I stop? Can I stop you yeah. at certain points when a question comes to mind? Sure. Haggis. What's your opinion? Never had it. You've never had it. My father-in-law was Scottish. He used to make me eat that all the time. Yeah, it just never really appealed to me. Okay, but go on. We're uh, at Florida here. Uh, so then, yeah, Florida, South Florida. Um, went to college in uh, Tallahassee, uh, Florida State. For all those keeping track, um, was going to do politics that's why i came up to dc i was going to do politics and then i realized that i don't really like politicians um so i don't do any of that anymore but that's how i ended up in washington dc um there we go yeah um and so now i i live here and most of my free time is fishing cool i can't think of a better way to spend free time right you can always listen to music and drink while you're fishing so those are my other two passions so and be in nature not not necessarily yeah in nature definitely <laughs> you're talking to an old boy scout i've been out there forever so yeah. and plus you know i grew up on a poor side uh of the scale so uh you know packing the family up in the uh, we actually had a station wagon back in the day and uh heading down to the lake and do a little carp fishing was a how i grew up so i still share that passion with you love it love it so um any plans to go down to Florida and do any fishing? Yeah, I mean, I kind of, um, I kind of regret that I had I, that I didn't pick up this passion um, earlier in life, but it is what it is, right? Um, I hey Tanya, what's going on? Um, I fished a little bit. I did some pier fishing, you know, and a little bit of pond fishing. I actually have caught a peacock bass, which is like on the list of Florida species nice. or invasive species you should get. Um, but yeah, I would love to go back down to Florida do some, uh, surf fishing, um, some canal fishing, you know, Everglade fishing, all that kind of stuff. I definitely have my sights set on, uh, um, getting some, getting onto some of those crazy crappie bites out in the Everglades. Mm -hmm. I, I, what is it? Kissimmee Lake, I believe it's called. Yeah, there's, there's one. Lake Okeechobee. Okeechobee is a big one. Yeah. There's some yeah. big lakes down there. And then, yeah, I got my whole list for down there, too. Like, peacock. how do those peacock bass fight? I mean, I remember being very freaked out and not knowing what to do with myself. But that's because I didn't know how to fish. <laughs> we lived, we had this little, like, big lake thing near our house. And I just threw in a line. I don't even know what lure I was using at that point. I really have no idea what I was doing. They're, they're, from my understanding, and I'm no, I don't know much about them, is they're a pretty aggressive breed. Yeah. Uh, a lot of those aquarium type and, and South American import fish are, from my understanding. Yep. Even I hear the cichlids that are down there are a blast. I heard those are really great. Like a good fight. They say they taste better than bluegill, too, from my understanding. Oh, I'd have really? To, 
I'd have to I've have to sample them. I know it's blasphemy. We're gonna have all the freshwater anglers out there listening and and here in the live chat like get really mad at me. But that's what I hear, folks. Relax. The rumor out there. That's a rumor out there. How about snook? You ever cross paths with a snook? I've not crossed paths with a snook, but it is on my list. Uh, I have three species, like not to jump ahead, but three species on my bucket list for this year, and I've got two of them so far. So. And what are what? So what are they this year? Uh, so this year it's uh, snakehead, gar, and flathead are on my list. Did, which one didn't you get yet? Flathead. Oh. But I haven't. That's okay. Actively right. targeted it yet. I haven't got the other two, so. All right. All even right. there. I think I had a gar bite once, but I never caught a gar. Well, you can use the new Bexy rig. Is that what it is? Tell us about the Bexy rig. Yeah, so I um, uh, tied some uh, some nylon string. Like basically, when I'm setting up my hook, I snell the nylon string onto the hook, uh -huh. and then I comb it out. I usually have about that much more nylon on the line, and then I just use it as a regular catfish rig, Santa Cooper rig. Um, but the first time I used it, I caught myself the gar. That was my target. Can I catch a gar on a catfish rig? And I did. There you go. I've seen uh, you know who I've seen. I've seen um. Uh... Richard Gene, the fishing machine, do that, I think, in a video a long time ago. Nice, nice. Probably just on some rope. So, yeah, and I think Jerry Parker does that, too. Um, yeah. I've also seen, um, what was that uh, alligator show? Swamp People. I've seen them eat gar yeah. once. It, I'd like to try that. They made gar balls out of them. Part, that, not take your mind out of the gutter, people. <laughs> They're actually like hush puppy type things. And uh, cool. they look pretty tasty. I'd try those, too. Gar, I haven't catch too many. What was the third one? Give me for forgetting. Maybe uh, I am old. Uh, so, Gar, Snakehead, Flathead. Snakehead's on my list, too. Yeah. I catch both up here. We don't have any Snakehead. I guess that's a lucky thing. It all depends. But I know a lot of people that uh, um, really enjoy catching them. It's become quite the sport fish in, in like, our area. So, there's a, there's, it's a hot debate, right? Because it's an invasive species. Um but people are loving catching it. So, Creole just confirmed alligator gar is his yeah. favorite fish to eat. I hear snakehead's pretty tasty too. Is is it is it a lot of fishing that that chases them a lot? Uh, no. was a garb, or was it fish snatcher? I'm not sure. I, I don't guys. think I've seen either of them do it. But there, there. I mean, there's tons of YouTubers that target them. Yeah. Um, uh cambo cambo trout uh cambo trout uh is a youtuber who goes for them regularly uh, um apparently they they taste delicious i've not yet yet tasted one but i plan to you know but taste is relevant though too yeah true. I, i've had people say hey it's delicious try it and and it's you know you gotta you gotta be polite and you just gotta my mother i said if it goes in your mouth it goes into your belly so <laughs> you gotta figure out a way to do that yeah. Oh, look at this. Keith is, or uh, Luke is out there chasing flatheads at the moment. Oh, on Luke. That's next. He's just getting even with me because he was on his podcast last week. And I told him, hey, guys, I got to leave early. I'm getting out on the river. He, he didn't look like he was too happy to hear me say that. So <laughs> too bad I didn't do so great. I got skunked. I didn't get skunked, but I got a flathead skunk that night. And Tara just showed up. What's going on, Tara? How you doing? Hey, um so flathead it's no is flathead prevalent where you're at or is that something you need to travel to get so you don't have to travel too far um so we have uh we're the potomac river has a tidal section right 
Um, so the tidal section is where I do most of my fishing. That's where your your Washington DC is. Um, some and it hits Maryland and Virginia too. So that's the most accessible place for me in terms of drive up, get out mm-hmm. of the car and fish from the bank. Um, but the Upper Potomac um, had does have flathead populations. Um, but it's just a little bit more about, there's just a little more planning, right? Like I got to get all my stuff together and make a light load and then get out there and do it. Um, I know a couple of spots, so I'm going to try it out. Um, but yeah, we'll see. That Flatheads are finicky species like that. Um, you can go to a spot and like, I had one spot where I, I got on five in one night and then mm-hmm. the next nights I go back like consecutively and not even a bite. Nothing, yeah. yeah they're just like that they're they're you know spencer or river certified calls them jerks and he's yeah. pretty, pretty much right yeah yeah my advice is give your leave yourself enough time to spend some time chasing them you know yeah. I, I hate i hate the term i'm gonna put you on some fish i always fish with people that says i'm gonna put you on a flathead don't put mm-hmm. me on head help me get a flathead yeah yeah i'm with you i'm with you I mean, that's like one of the things I like, I like about fishing is that I'm able to, or at least so far, I've been able to like watch, learn and like apply. Right. And I've, when I apply those things, if I do it enough times and I try again and again and learn something every day about the river or the the water I'm fishing, eventually I'll, I'll catch something and it's very exciting. Uh, Wait, we got something going on here in chat. I'll go back. He says, oh. I don't say that because I hardly catch him. Yeah, me either. I never say that, Luke. He's talking about I'll put you on some fish, that whole comment. <laughs> yeah, like I said, just make leave yourself some time. I guess yeah. I'm trying to think what kind of advice I would give somebody who's going out to get their first flathead. Well, my first flathead took me a whole year to catch. And it, I caught it on the opposite side of a river that was 200 yards across within mm. 10 minutes to put my first bait in the water, a spot that I was fishing night after night at times during the year. So yeah. Isn't that funny? They're, they're, they're like that. So don't be disheartened. Once you get hooked into one, the more you got to um, work to earn it, the more of a payoff it's going to be. 100%. Yeah. Just don't, don't expect it to happen. And you know, I got friends that have been fished. I took a, a, a friend of mine who's a, a, a psychologist, right? And I explained to him because we're always having these deep existential conversations about stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm not going to take you out to catch a flathead because it's going to ruin it for you. And he got it. So we went out channel catfish. And then the first fish he catches is a 10 pound channel, a 10 pound flathead. I'm like, I love it. <laughs> it's like, really? Yeah. Really? You know someone else who's like that when you go out fishing with them or, or it's has, he'll just catch it. Like you take him. We'll be like, okay, we're last uh, Friday night. We we're like, let's just go out fishing. It was DC Metro, Brian B has, and myself. And um, the bite was tough. We could see a lot of fish. The bite was tough. I caught it like a schoolie striper, you know, a bluegill. And like, Hash shows up, throws it in, bass. <laughs> Decent bass, like a three pound bass. I'm like, who are you? You know, some people are like that in, in all aspects of life. I, my family says I have parking karma because anytime I go anywhere, I, I front row opens up as soon as I pull out. Yeah, Fishing and lottery, not so much. I got to earn that stuff. <laughs> so, But I get it. And good for him, you know. Let, yeah. I'm glad somebody's that lucky at it. So. Or maybe yeah. he's good. Do you want to make that call, Bex? Or? What call? 
Uh, is he good or is he lucky? lucky? Good or lucky, both. All right, there you go. I rather. I think, I think that all fishing has a certain element of luck, right? Like you can, you could understand the river, you could understand the weather, you could understand the tide, you could like have everything planned out and think it's the perfect day. You could have the rig right, the bait right, and it just doesn't happen for you. Yeah, and you can see them on it, it, me being. We'll talk about your bank fishing, but me being a boat fisherman, you can see them on the sonar, like from crappie mm -hmm. fishing see a whole cloud of them or a whole cloud of white bass or something. Right. They just don't want anything you offer them. And, you know, yeah. it's, it's just the way it is. Uh, I think Brian B., I'm not going to repeat that. For, well, Brian B. says he is a certified jerk. I think he's talking about has. He is. Sweet doggy. Sweet doggy. And then uh, Creole says some people can fall in a pile of poop emoji but come out <laughs> I'm not that lucky. Yeah, me I'll either. Fall, <laughs> I'll fall in a, in a rose bush and come out. I actually just realized as I've been talking that I'm pretty sure that that right there is remnants of strawberry jello chicken. So this app might need a watch. So you're a chicken user, huh? Yep, I'm a chicken user. And um, I don't have anything against chicken users. I just like giving you guys hard time. Yeah, no. So, I mean, eel, you know, the Potomac River, eel is our... Yep. Native choice. Um, carp, probably second to that. But if the bite is finicky, a Slim Jim or strawberry jello chicken, and they'll go for it. All right. I'm going to make, I'm going to make a confession here. I grew up fishing with stuff like Polska kielbasa right. when I was younger. I'm, I'm Polish by heritage. Right, I, right. uh, uh, what else did we use? Assorted lunch meat, dough balls, corn, Anything I would use, I didn't. Yep. I didn't become. I didn't become this bait snob until later on in life. So was it once you got the boat, or before that? No, before that. It was when chasing flatheads. They're pretty finicky, so yeah. uh, I kind of use as an excuse to go out and chase bait. I spend more time catching bait than I do catching flathead, to be honest with you. Caring for bait or moving it back and forth, but that's all part of it. And I try to convince myself that it's uh, you know that Steve McQueen or Ernest Hemingway would have done it this way. Mm -hmm. That's kind of the way I look at it. So I like that. I like that. I, I had that discussion with Dieter backstage, and he's like, mm, "Okay, I can understand that." So yeah. you know, he's the. I, mean, he's I like the, catching bait too. Like, there's some days that I'll just go out pan fishing, you know, and you know, get some bluegill and throw them back. <laughs> if I have a hard day on the water, Bex, and I get skunked, and it does happen quite a bit to me. And I'll tell myself, what's the matter with you? Did you forget how to fish? I'll go over to the pond with, mm -hmm. a, you know, with some plastics or even a, some some trout worms or red worms, how, wherever, whatever part of the country you're from, just right. to remind myself that I, there's still our fish in the water and I can still catch them. So. Yep, yep. It's good therapy, which is pretty much mm -hmm. why I fish one of the things. So, All right, let's get back to you. You had mentioned bank. You're a bank fisherman, correct? Yes, though I am starting to dabble in the kayak world. Yeah, what kind of do you have a kayak? Yeah, I actually have two. Like, go for dabbling. Got two already. Yeah. That's just like, kind one, of how I do things. Yeah. One um, or what? So I got one that is massive, and I realized was a much larger undertaking than I was ready for last year. Um, that I'm setting up to kind of have like the trolling motor and all that kind of stuff. And so I got a second one that's more of just a a small banger one that I've been able to take out and do. Cause I'm a multi-species angler, right? So I do all kinds of things. Um, so I can take that out snakehead fishing and 
bass fishing and stuff like that. Have you taken them out blue? Have you taken them out blue cat fishing? Not yet, but I'm getting uh, has his pit like he's like August. We need to go out, so I basically have this weekend to get my kayak ready. So. You know, I had a kayak, and I used to love flathead fishing off that thing. Um, when yeah. you get hooked up to one and they start pulling you around, I imagine it's the same thing with the blue. It, it's 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 pretty fun. It's a good time. Yeah. Really yeah. Is. Fish on hook kayak. What well, kayak? I've never seen that. <laughs> Has life with a $499 sizzling super chat. Thanks, Has. He says, F fish on hook kayak. What That's kayak? Funny. I've never seen it. <laughs> One day you'll be watching a TikTok live, a has sweet doggy TikTok live, and I'll be like, "Has help! I've got a big fish." <laughs> I got it. No, you gotta say, "I got a bigger fish. I got a sweet doggy bigger than yours." <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, speaking of TikTok, anybody who was watching on Saturday night, I got banned for a week. Why? I don't know. I'm not going to tell them what they said. So, uh, hopefully, if I get out this weekend, I'll be back on there. That was kind of fun for a change. So, uh, we'll be doing that and the um, the YouTube stuff. So, yeah, back, back to bank fishing. I know I get sidetracked. It's like squirrel. I'm like a no. It's good. See, I'm like a dog, but this dog doesn't move for squirrels. So. <laughs> Say I'm like a hunting dog when it comes to that. But anyways, um, how do you go about finding your bank spots? Um, so there's like there's a couple of things, right? So when I started, it was like the obvious where are other people fishing for blue cats, right? So you would see a lot of people fishing down at Haynes Point, which is a pretty common um, fishing area. Um, then I would watch live streams, and I'm I'm a sucker for um, background investigation. I will figure out where you are through my analysis. Sometimes I'll even like look at the concrete on the ground and figure out where you are. But as I've got better and as I've started to learn the behavior of the fish, a lot of it is navionics, right? So like I'll look at kind of like what the depth is, uh -huh. um, structure looks like under the water. Um, I look at where the tide is. Is it coming in? Is it going out? Um, and then... I will look like what time of year it is and what are the fish typically doing that time cool. of year. I, I got, I have to address this. Buck Williams says, did Mark compare himself with the coolest man that ever lived? Steve McQueen, cough, cough. No, I said, I use them as role models. I asked myself, would they do this? So now that I've corrected him on that, because I'm not worthy to be in those shoes. Yep. <laughs> no. Navionics is a great tool. Navionics is incredible. And like, I, I feel like I have these moments where like clear, I must have discovered all the bank spots possible that are public access. And every, like probably every six months I'll find a new one. It, it's like that. And you know, I'm going to let you in on a little secret. Not all of them are public. It's true. It's Why true. do you think I don't, I don't record or live stream from a bank spot. So I'm not right. on any public property, but it's some business properties we have permission or, or we're able to keep it, you know, on the download that we do pretty good. It's pretty yeah. much uh, some guerrilla tactics. So uh, be careful doing that, but I highly recommend it. You'd be surprised what you can get into. Oh, sure. You guys I have, quite a, do you guys have a lot of access out in DC? Um, yes and no. Um, so like any city parking can be hard to find. Right. So yes, you can get access to a lot of bank spots. Are those necessarily going to be the best bank spots? No, there's usually a little bit of work that goes into those best spots. Um, at least for me, the spots that I found best. Um, 
like has you i mean some some years before he got the kayak you would see him like go out into like the middle of, of the wilderness you know um climb down a mountain as we would say what's up to stan um but yeah i mean the issue for me is that um with dc fishing is that a lot of the areas that like you want to like there's just one stretch of road that basically turns one way for half of the day and then one way the other half of the day and that's like the stretch where you're going to go for all your fishing locations so timing for that one stretch of road and now are you fishing mainly like downtown dc um downtown dc well kinda, like the main part of the downtown. city i guess huh? i'm going to what's the parking cost down there is why i'm asking um for about seven dollars oh that's nothing it's forty dollars yeah. here it's 40 bucks here to park anywhere but then DC Metro took us fishing somewhere the other night, and I had to park in a parking garage because I couldn't find a spot. And it was thirty-seven dollars. Yeah, that's that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> we do on Navy Pier here. Um, uh, if you get there at uh, what do they open? Is it six or it's either six or five a.m. If you're listening to this and you want to make plans, make sure you check with the Navy Pier website. Um, and uh, you're out of there by ten, and you prove that you're a fisherman. You show them your license. It's eight bucks, which isn't too bad. Oh, that's awesome. Seven that's or eight awesome. bucks. I don't go down there that often, and I think it's a little cheaper at the uh, marinas and stuff. Uh, but I haven't been down there in a while. Thank you, Brian B, for the nineteen dollars <laughs> sizzling super chat. Oh, the parking fee. Thanks, buddy. Yeah. Uh, hey, Brian, I'll use that elsewhere. I ain't going into the city if I don't have to. Right. But to answer your question about is it mostly downtown D.C., it's a mix, right? So, like, it's D.C. proper, it's Maryland, it's Virginia. It just kind of depends on, as we were talking about earlier, what we think the fish are doing. Um, oh, you see Brian's comment? <laughs> yeah. Which one? The one where it's like, because he was there fishing with us, so he just snuck out after has. He was in the parking garage, too. You might, you know, this is public, Brian. You might not want to admit that stuff online. <laughs> Brian B. Catfishing, never heard of him. No, like like <laughs> <laughs> uh, and look at this. Uh, Tim Molino wants to know if that 37 bucks came with an RV hookup. <laughs> no, it didn't. You're lucky if you can find the restroom near those spots, so. Yeah, it was Friday night, so it came with a lot of stress and drunk people. Yeah, urban fishing is a totally different animal. I mean, it's got its good and it's bad, and it yeah. definitely makes you a better angler. It makes you a better investigator as far as finding said spots. Um, there's also a lot of drama. More people means more drama. Yeah, you got you got the fishing drama. You know, you got the heroes out there. You got the people other think are zeros, and those right. are the people I hang out with. I hang out with the i'm forgetting the word i'm looking for but the the ones the roughnecks on the waterway and there's the, always the safety concern yes yeah i've heard you mention that before which is how you got uh uh hooked up with your part the other half of uh okay. no real loss which is stefan correct yep stevy stevy as i like to call him stevy 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 all right stevy stevy yeah the way he always says like um how to pronounce his name is it's like seven with a T. Stefan. That's my grandfather's name. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, or, or is it Stefan? Steven. Steven. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, like we both noticed that each other was fishing on Facebook and stuff like that. And we're like, do you like to fish? I like to fish. Did we just become best friends? Um, and I knew him previously. I used to work with his wife, so we knew each other. Um, but um, yeah, I mean, I, I do fish at night on my own, um, but I don't fish at night on my own in the same way I would or in a relaxed way. Mm-hmm. Um, as I do when Steven's there. Um, yeah. And that allows us to kind of go live and do things that I wouldn't, because when, I mean, you know this, when you're live streaming, you have this big bright light shining on you. So you have no situational awareness at None. all about what's going on. Um, and so it, it makes me feel a lot more comfortable that he's there, but also that like, it, it kind of pushes me to do more, to stay longer, to try something different, to try spots I wouldn't otherwise try. And I think he would say the same thing. So it's worked out really nice. You know, when you said, uh, did we just become best friends? The line from, uh, what is yeah. it? Is that brothers? Is that the name of that movie? Step like brothers. That. Yeah. I could totally picture you and him saying that to one another, to be honest yeah. with you. Yeah. So if you're listening on, a, on the podcast and you haven't checked out uh, No Real Loss, all one word on YouTube, uh, the link will be in the is in the description. Uh, make sure you go check them out. If you like what you see, give them a sub. Make sure you give them a bunch of thumbs up. You'll have you'll have a good time checking them out. But uh, they're a lot of fun. Yeah, four eyes is way better than two, wherever mm-hmm. you're at. And plus, when you're you know live streaming out there, you're acting all. It's it's it it is show business, is what it is. Yeah. You know. Yeah. You're, it's not that you're not being yourself. You're just being more of yourself than anything. Um, right. and, and people also don't like the fact that they're going to think you're blowing up their spot. That's, yeah. Yeah. that's always kind of the, the downside to it. And people can take that the wrong way. So, yeah. yeah. And not that you're not capable or anything, but you know, women kind of get looked at as easy targets sometimes. I mean, I, I think it comes with different risks when, when you're a woman out there in yeah. a metro area with, yep you know, bright lights, it's dark. Um, if I was living, you know, somewhere where I could get out into the wilderness a little bit more and I have in, in some places, mm-hmm. it's, it's different, right? But like in the city, it's. Yeah. So sometimes, you know, being alone is, is, is definitely a comfort zone, right? right? Yeah. yeah. I, I, have, I have no issues on the boat. I've, I've fished a couple of shady areas of town here uh, on, on my boat that I wouldn't fish the bank, Yeah. you know, yeah. I'm 20, yeah. I'm fishing. I'm fishing one spot here that's 20 feet from a homeless camp where there's a ton of people there. It's not that they're bad people, but, you know, hungry people do hungry things, you know. So Yeah, 100%. I mean, that's one thing I would just say as like a piece of advice to anybody here who's like uncomfortable potentially going out fishing on their own and have found themselves in this catfish community. Um, It is a great opportunity to meet up with like-minded people which is just fishing, right? You may have a hundred different differences right out there, but as long as you like fishing and, and you want to talk about fishing, um, it's a great way. Like Friday night, I was out fishing until like two or 3 a.m. with Brian has in DC. I never would be doing that on my own in like that area of DC, you know, but I felt much more comfortable because they were there and it was awesome and fun. And yeah. 
it's also cool when you got a bunch of people with you. I fish, I fish alone quite a bit. Um, our river is a lot smaller than the Potomac, way smaller than the Potomac. And there's a lot of people here, which means a lot of boats. So traffic's pretty bad at night and, and on the weekends. And, uh, you know, I'm fortunate enough to work for myself. I don't have a set schedule, so I can get work done and out of the way and get out there during the week, which is why. But last Saturday, I got out with my uh, buddy, Tony, Tony, Tony. He's listening mm. probably. He's out there on the bank right now fishing. What's up, Tony? Um, it was nice to get out there and have someone to, you know, to to hang out with, you know. Even all the fish were on his side of the boat. We put three really nice, put three really nice channel cats in the boat. Didn't have a flathead bite all night, but uh it was still good. He took them home and he sent me pictures. He he is he has six kids, by the way. Wow. So three channel cats fed them breakfast, so they, he was happy to have them. Made yeah, himself but anyway yeah i haven't fished in uh with with anybody for or i don't or i haven't fished with somebody regularly for a long time and i do definitely miss it so yeah i wouldn't fish alone on the bank though to be honest with you just like you said you kind of can't watch everything at the same time yeah it's i mean your focus is on fishing right or in in this case the live stream which is a whole other layer of like i have no idea what's going on around me well, it's like doing two things at the same time, just like even getting ready to leave. If you're going to stream or, or video or whatever, it's like getting ready for two, getting ready to go to two different jobs. Not that fishing's a job, but two yep. different, you know, places or two different, you know, events that you got to dress differently for. One of them, you got to get all your gear dressed up. And the second one, you got to get all your batteries charged. And yeah, it's a lot. And, a good, and it's worth it. It pays off. Oh, yeah. You know. But. It's a lot of fun. The creative part of it, I really like. We talked a little bit about that before the show. It's kind of a neat outlet, wouldn't you agree? Oh, 100%. Um, I think I think for me, like, there was something you were talking about before the show about, like, the music element. And that's, like, my favorite. That's what I, I really want to get back into making more videos. And part of it is that, like, what is the soundtrack mm -hmm. for this trip, for this experience? Because I think I can say a lot more with the music. Like, Obviously, I'm going to narrate and vlog it to a certain extent, but the music just tells you what mindset was I in when this happened. Definitely sets the mood. Um, I'm with you 100. percent It adds a, it adds like another layer to, to to what you're putting together for other people to see out there. Definitely. Mm -hmm. And we also talked about this a little bit, you know, when I was on TikTok, I felt like I was acting a little cringy, but apparently it worked. So I'm able to step out of my comfort zone a lot easier with music than I am saying stuff like sweet doggy or any of those. Things. No offense. Hans, love you, buddy. And Creole, Creole's agreeing with us. He says, Bex gets it. Music tells a story. Definitely Heck does. Yeah. That's and what are we trying to do? We're trying, we're trying to tell our story when we're out there fishing about yeah, yeah. something that we have a passion. So, so you just, you, you did mention that uh, um, you started fishing later on in life. Tell us a little yeah. bit about that. Yeah. So um, right around the time that quarantine hit the world, um, I was, so my two nephews live with me. They are now 10 and 11 years old. Um, okay. Obviously at the time they were a little bit younger um, and one of them wanted to learn how to fish. Um, so it's, it's them, it's myself and my wife and, and their mom, we all live together. And I was like, well, you know, I've fished before a little bit. I'll give it a try. And we spent about a month trying to catch that first fish. Like, and we didn't, we weren't targeting anything. We were just like putting 
worms on hooks and seeing what would happen. Um, and look, looking back, like I know why it took us so long because we were not throwing anything in any of the right places. Um, but when I caught that first bluegill, it was pretty much like that. I, I'm in. Like I want. Like I put so much. Yeah, I put so much effort, and I, I started watching YouTube. And you know, I, at first I started. My my parents bought me a GoPro years ago. Like it was a GoPro four. Um, and so I just started like recording some of my catches to show them. And then I was like, let's make a like, what has this done for me? Like, how has this changed my life? Right. And it's like living in the moment, finding joy in nature, all that stuff. And I was like, I just want to do this, like no real loss, you know, like, let's just have fun and, and live the joy. And at the same time, Stevan was fishing and I was like, you want to do this thing with me? Cause he was posting all his catches. And so we just started sharing and then not, uh, last year, but just towards the end of the year before. So 20 was it 2020. Mm -hmm. Um, we started trying to catch our first catfish. We've been watching a lot of the live streams for a while, like Chunky and uh, Hazza just started. And uh -huh. you, know, you guys were live. Like we were watching in the back end, obviously mostly Potomac River, because that's like my one of my number one tips is if you want to learn how to fish your body of water, watch other people fishing your body of water, because you'll learn more really fast. Um, but when we finally caught our first catfish, that just started a whole new adventure. So. Yeah, catfishing is pretty cool. Yeah, I, I I'm I'm a, definitely uh, been doing that since I was a kid, and I don't see myself ever not doing it. So I like all sorts of fishing, but catfish is definitely like my first passion. So I I get all that. So yeah, very cool. It, it, it it's it's like an all encompassing sport too, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It, over your life it creeps in and it's usually for the if your spouse can handle it it's usually for the best i'll add that yeah. disclaimer so how's your spouse handle it um i think the only bit that potentially causes tension is me putting fishing clothes in the laundry basket versus straight in the laundry <laughs> that's that's the <laughs> that might do it too. Yeah. Here too. I've been married so long. My wife's like, go get out of here. Get away from me. Yeah. Yeah. I'm blessed that way. She, listen, Bonnie is amazing. She's supportive in like that. She knows that I love it. She knows that I come back a better person after I've done it. Um, and I think that, um, you know, she's also like the best Joey in the world. Like no offense, Stevie, but like if Bonnie is there fishing with me, she will jump in the Potomac river to get a cap. I saw her do that. She where, will. Where did she do that? Which tournament did she do that? And we're going to get into the tournament talk, but I believe it was that one was of the them. ladies tournament, the ladies. iron hat ladies tournament. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah my, my, my wife, the only time she gets mad is when she sees like, all right, I got, I got two of these abus in the mail yesterday. I got two more coming <laughs> tomorrow. That might get me in a little bit of trouble, but anyways, let's get on to the tournament talk here. I got some, yeah. you've been in quite a bit of them. What's some of the tournaments you've been in and then we'll talk about them. Yeah. So our, my first tournament was the Glizzy Masters, um, yeah. which uh, was, a. it was a, the thing I love about the YouTube tournaments is that like, that was the perfect entry level moment for us. Right. Cause it was kind of being silly. I didn't have to take myself too seriously. It wasn't a lot of pressure. It was just fun, you know? Um, but then after that, I did the Iron Cat Bank Tournament, um, Iron Cat Ladies Tournament, um, and other ones. Lots of them. 
Yeah, you've been in quite a bit of them. I'll watch. Yeah. I'm now chatting. I'm usually still watching them. I know the 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 Iron Cat Ladies Tournament was a big one. Yeah. Uh, I believe you got two PBs that night, didn't you? Yeah. So the Iron Cat. So I was winner of Iron Cat Ladies Tournament day one. Um, mm. So that day, it was just like the per like everything we talk about about like, you know, it was just the right confluence of things happening. Like we just have a heavy storm come in. So like it had been like raging river for three days and was just starting to calm down but was still the current was pushing a little faster the temperature was right the time of year was right and we caught a 27 fish that day and two of them were my pbs so i went from a 36 or 34 pound pb no sorry 36 pound pb to a 54 pound pb and then to a 60 pound pb in that day so it was awesome that's a good day. That's a good day. <laughs> That's a good freaking day. I used to see you guys on that Potomac River. I'm like, darn that potato river <laughs> all the time. I'm like, oh my God, but that's just me being envious, not jealous. So yeah, that that ladies iron cat was a good time. And seeing you catch those fish, it was pretty unbelievable. Yeah. It was, was I actually cried when I got home that day. Like not in a like sad, like like just overwhelmed, right? To like do this thing and to actually be good at it and to have people celebrate that um and to have bonnie there like that was huge for me it is pretty cool definitely yeah. i'm getting ready to shed a tear for you bex <laughs> <laughs> so let me we'll get a little more recent here um the the midnight madness tournament over on brian b's channel you just yeah. took the bank part of that where you mopped you and and Steven mopped the floor with everybody. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. That was uh that was one that could have gone a different way if we had not checked what the rules were the night before, um, because we had assumed it was the same as the boat tournament, that it was going to be three biggest fish. So we had our, we had a spot picked out. We were going to go there. And for whatever reason, I decided either I checked or he checked and we were like, Oh, this changes everything and so we changed up the game last minute but we would have just been sitting there we would have got some big fish but not you, 20. you guys made the right call because you guys were on them how many did you guys end up with uh so it was 20 all together i think biggest one was 38 which was Steven's new pb which was really exciting um, shout out to freddie who gave um Steven one of the wood burning things he makes the the portraits that are really cool looks beautiful I got one of those. Yeah, one of those. Looks really good. Um, and, yeah, so lots of fish. DC Metro was not fishing that far from us, which had us on edge. He was second place. He got 16 fish. Wow. Um, but that's another thing that made me feel good, right? Because it was like we picked out this spot because we were like, we think we can catch a large number of fish at this spot. And so to see another angler in the same tournament pick a very similar spot, like you feel good about it. And the and unless he beat you, then you might not have felt so good about it. Yeah, no, then I'm pushing him in. So were you up were you up tied from him or down tied from him? I was almost said current, but I think tied is more important than anything out there, right? I can't remember now if the tide was coming in or going out, but we were down current from him. Okay. So I can't I can't remember now. That was a fun um, I was up all night watching that, and I was up the next week for the bank tournament. That was three biggest fish. I was in that tournament, and I got rained out, unfortunately. Well, I got uh -huh. lightning. 
it didn't rain as much as it was lightning and and you know it probably was a blessing i probably wouldn't even have placed it would have been a rough night but anyways that's another story um <clears throat> Now there's going to be uh, the winner uh, of that one is uh, Pontoon Jody, correct? Yep. So yep. One. And you and and you and Steven won the bank one, and you guys are all going to do a one versus one versus one, correct? Yeah, we decided to have a little fun with this, make it a little bit uh, even more crazy than it would have been because Jody is a fierce competitor. Um, mm -hmm. We're going to do a 1v1v1. So Stephen and I will be fishing the same location, which adds all other kinds of pressure, um, right? Because we taught all that stuff we talked about night fishing. But we will be against each other that night. It's going to be three rods each. Um, so I think it's going to be really exciting. Um, actually, um, Brian just said in the chat, we were down tide and downstream from DC Metro. But we were just outside a creek. That ran into the Potomac River, so we had picked that spot for that too. And you said you guys had some rain. Oh no, that was during the ladies' tournament. So if that them, them feeder creeks will pay off. There, that's yeah. always a good place to start. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, you guys were killing it. You guys were singing and dancing, if I remember correctly. Yeah, yeah. I gotta be honest. At a certain point, Ernie was just cracking us up so much that we just started watching. Ernie's a like, madman. Holy we smoke! We got so quiet because we were just watching Ernie. <laughs> <laughs> look at this and stan is stan says too soon mark too soon Aww. stan ended up with second place he was trying they they had a hook they'd miss a hook set uh, not a hook set but a, a circle hook uh didn't get uh placed on a, a fish that might might have uh won the tournament form it might not have but i guess we'll never know but stan and uh his son stan three were definitely uh uh, giving it a shot. So, yeah, and congratulations definitely to Pontoon Jody. And I look forward to seeing uh, all three of you guys go head to head. So, did you guys decide on rules as far as numbers or pounds? Yep. So, we're going to go for most weight, right? So, if you had done like top three weight, I think Jody would have had an advantage. And if you had done numbers, I think the Potomac River would have had an advantage. And so, most weight kind of felt like a fair way to make a really, because at the end of the day, like, we also want to make a really fun show, right? Like yeah. that's part of the reason we do like our people are going to be on the edge of their seats. So, you know, I could catch uh 25 pound fish, you know, and see what happens there. And Jody could catch three awesome fish and seven could fall in the water and we'll see what happens. Yeah, I was going to say, you know, uh, all three, well, obviously you two, are going to be on the Potomac. Are you guys going to fish close to one another or are you guys totally going your own way solo? That's my question. We're going to, we're going to fish close to each other, but there are some spots where we can fish and be in eyesight of each other, uh, but, but like move distances, right? So some stretches we pick because if the, like we can treat it like almost like we're on a boat. So we could like slide down a little bit right? yeah, and slide here and slide down a little bit more and try here. Um, so it all depends. Double hook my line though, it's over. Double hook Langley says, I hate forgetting when I use a circle hook and jerk it like a J hook. That'll happen too. Yeah. And every and if anybody wants to uh, uh get one of those cool wood burnings, um, if you're listening on a podcast, you can always come back to the show and, and check them out, or you can check out Freddie's Outdoor Adventures. And Freddie, can you do me a favor and post your email again? I don't want to get it wrong. I got an idea of what it is. It has to do with an emoji and a teddy bear. 
at yahoo.com but we'll 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 give you a plug definitely freddie and mm-hmm. thank for he takes care of everybody anytime you hear someone gets a pb he's the first one to to offer them up so there it goes it says i am Pooh bear that's p-o-o-h bear at yahoo.com that's all one that letter greatest email address ever it, it, it also matches freddie it kind of does. I don't know. Freddie's probably got a wild side. He's he's a military man. He yeah. he's, he's just he's having he's living his best life being retired from the military and stuff. So yeah. and Brian B with the Pooh Bear emojis. So it is again. I am Pooh Bear at Yahoo.com. Let's see what else am I? I'm t- taking a look at my notes. I'm having a good time talking with you, Bex. You're yeah, awesome. Oh, um, I was watching you when you were on Catfish Weekly, and you had brought up Chunky's boat. Yeah. I, you know, I watch Chunky when he's on TikTok, definitely. There's so many people in there, so I just kind of yeah. kick back and check him out. But um, I do know that he's getting a new boat, or he has one on order. He is. So is his boat in your in your future? You know, I'm trying, but Chunky's reached this, like, new level of TikTok fame where I have a feeling I'm going to get outbitted. You, you think know, so? like yeah, uh, like, someone's gonna want the glow show boat just for the fact that it's like Chunky's boat. So I'm I'm committed to the kayak fishing this year. I will get out there on my big kayak and catch a blue cat from it. That's my goal. Um, I think you know that's you're you're probably absolutely right. I mean, look at Justin Johnson. How you know he he knows how to take advantage of a situation, and if a fan wants it, and you got a bunch of fans that want it, and let them fight it out. I got no. Why not? Right? You just bought this new boat that you, you know, not knowing anything about money situations. Most people finance a boat, right? Like if you're getting a brand new boat, you're financing it. So they cut a chunk off of that. Yep. um, Nice. Yeah, that definitely would, especially if you can get over value. That would be awesome. The yeah. price of the boats are going crazy and through the roof. I've been kind of looking. I think I kind of got permission for a new boat next year. I, I was trying to talk my wife into going fishing. She's like, not on that boat. It's too small. You need a bigger boat. Oh. I'm like, oh, wait, what? what? <laughs> Pull my phone out to get her say it on video, and she wouldn't say it again. <laughs> I love oh, that. But she did say it, and you guys heard it here. So, hey, there's Kevin Fishes. What's going on, Kevin? How you doing? Hey, Kevin. Um, all right. So you're doing the uh, when? When is the Midnight uh, Madness August tournament 13th. final? August thirteenth. So not this weekend, but next weekend. Next weekend, Saturday night from twelve p.m. Eastern to five in the morning, if I'm not mistaken. Correct. Correct. Cool. Which is a really fun time to fish. I've also never fished an over like I've fished very late before but I've never done an overnight fish before, which was really fun. I tried to go fishing after that, uh-huh. um, and then I quickly realized that I was dead. You know, last year I was tell, telling myself, you're done fishing at night, and, and then we started getting like 90 and 100-degree days here. I'm outside of Chicago. That's hot for here. Yeah. You know, we're used to the bitter cold. Our, we're tempered a little different. Um so I went back out and ice fishing. I put some red lights on my boat so the bugs aren't bad. So I'm back to night fishing again. Yep. But there's definitely a good feeling when that sun comes up and you had a good night fish fishing yeah. and it wasn't too cold at night and you still got a little bit of coffee left. That's a hard feeling. And, and that, I was telling you, that bagel place on the way home don't hurt either. That's open. It's, oh, yeah. Heck, yeah. 
uh, I did want to take a minute, if you'll give me a second here, to announce that I'm going to be announcing the dates for the fall 1v1 Survivor Series, folks. Definitely, that's that's usually a, a, a big event. Uh, I will give you guys a little hint um, that I'm going to try and condense it a little bit so it doesn't take as many weekends because there's a lot of stuff going on. I also have an idea for a real fun, like, everyday man's tournament uh, that I'm going to have. It's going to be a quick little one day event, one and done. I'm talking to a couple of, uh, uh, companies to sponsor prizes for the people in chat. Um, if you guys know any of my other tournaments, uh, other than what I get off of eBay, I don't require anything of any of my sponsors. It all goes to you guys. And I try to have this to help thank you guys and, and offer these prizes up for you guys to win. So that's awesome. Yep. Yeah, keep, keep, keep on the lookout for that. Um, what do you have coming up on your channel? Anything in the works that you yeah, can share with us? Yeah, for sure. So I think one of the things that um, that I'm excited about myself is I want to do more vlogging type videos. So mm -hmm. I'm looking to do more camping, more fishing, um, more of that kind of stuff on our YouTube channel. We'll be doing a lot more live streams, right? So we'll have our Thursday night live streams, TikTok and YouTube. We do both of them. Um, at the same time. So wherever you prefer to watch, I'm excited about TikTok too. I think that's a different way to tell stories. Um, but I think in terms of things to look forward to, we're finally getting merch. Um, so we haven't got anything yet and we've kind of been slow about it just because we're kind of like, well, who will people want to buy it or whatever it may be. So we're starting with, yeah, we're starting with 12 hats. Um, so Two will go to myself and Stevan. Two we're going to give away, so watch out for that. And then the other eight will be available for purchase. Um, and we'll go from there. If people like that stuff, then we'll get more. But we're not there going crazy the first store yet. <laughs> Good for you. Um, uh, and as far as like uh, other types of merch, you're going to get like involved with one of the uh, drop shipping places without naming any names. Um. Yeah. At some point, we just okay. haven't decided. You know, yeah, that's how I started with hats. The merch is doing pretty good. I yeah. do want to give myself a real quick plug not to take away from you. Um, I think there's going to be a 20% off uh, sale this month. So keep an eye out on the community tab. I'll let everybody know what's going on there. So uh, I'm waiting to hear back from the drop shipping place. So hopefully we'll do that. I got some new designs in the work too. It's just, there's only so much time in a day, right, Bex? It's hard to. How much time. Yeah. And for all of this, this is like a passion project, right? Like, yes. Some of us get lucky enough to make money off of this. Um, but at the end of the day, it's passion project. We all have nine to fives. You can make you make money off of this? Well, who not me? Not me. <laughs> There's some of us. I didn't <laughs> That was a joke. Every we're always saying everybody's gonna earn that Chad Fields money from fishing, so <laughs> oh, I hopefully he's listening. Uh <laughs> Well, Bex, it was a pleasure having you on my show. Yeah, absolutely. Want to plug anything before I let you go? Before I let you go? Um, do I want to plug? Join us Thursday around 6.30 p.m., 7 p.m. Eastern. I'm fishing. I have my catfish gar rigs out. Maybe a carp rig. I don't know. I might get crazy. And where can they find you? No real loss. On YouTube and TikTok, the same, correct? <laughs> Hockey. Yep. Same thing. No real loss. 
Cool. And we got the, we're going to have the links in the description here on the, uh, uh, on the video. And, uh, and I will uh, make sure to include them next week on the podcast. Uh, if you guys do listen to the podcast, I do have last week's episode scheduled to upload here in about seven minutes ago. I guess we're running a little late. Yeah. Chad heard me there. Uh, so you can go ahead and download that. That that was a fun one with Chewy from uh, Carver Bait and Tackle. Uh, also, you can go through the whole library on there and download whatever one. There's quite a bit of one. Uh, we're getting a lot of traction with that, so I like to think that uh, uh, it's something worth listening to. If you are listening to the podcast, please give me a review. Uh, I'd appreciate five stars on Apple and a good review on uh, Spotify. It helps to push it out a little more. So, uh Bex, again, thank you. I want to wish you and and everybody uh, at No Real Loss, spouses and participants. There you go. Best luck in the world. Boom, 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 boom. Oh, that was horrible. I shouldn't try to do that ever again. That wasn't me. I'm not even going to try it again. Thanks again. Wish everybody in the whole the whole click over there, no real loss click, the best of luck. And uh, tight lines, you guys. Hope you guys get PB after PB. Everybody listening on the podcast, thank you. Everybody here in chat, I appreciate you. Thank you, everybody, for the super chats. And thank you to all the crew members. I couldn't do it without you. Have a great one. Good night, everybody. Bye, guys. <laughs>